0: Well, Jimmy, the most anticipated sequel of the year is coming out right now. The newest episode of that one movie podcast. I was
1: going to say, say, Olden, F9's coming out next year. They delayed it, (laughs) Fast and Furious 9. Thought we talked about that like a month ago, whenever we did the last (laughs) podcast.
0: So it turns out that the movies aren't the only thing being delayed by coronavirus, huh? Us as well.
1: Well... (laughs) I'd say laziness or lack of motivation, but back by modestly popular demand.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I get—I feel like I have an excuse somewhat because I've been pretty swamped with schoolwork, just with like online classes actually starting up and um. Uh, kind of getting that all adjusted not to mention like we just straight up missed a week of school so catching up that stuff it's been a lot of catching up and i'm sure you've been somewhat busy with Mm -hmm. your student teaching
1: yeah imagine teaching one of those and then grading over 100 assignments every day oh yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot of
0: fish to fry as they say (laughs) Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. I'm here. Hell yeah. We've got a great episode (laughs) for you this week featuring our review of both Blood Deaths and Portrait of a Lady on Fire.
1: One of them has the best ending of any movie of all time. (laughs) The one other of them also is has Portrait another- of a Lady. <laughs> the the other one also lady. has a good ending. Out? Yeah, a very long extended ending.
0: Uh Yeah, so let's get into it.
1: Yeah, one ending is like a two-minute long masterpiece shot with great acting, and the other ending is abru- portrait of Abrupt. a Lady on fire. <laughs> 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 All right, so- well, let's get into it. That do, Movie do, to
2: do, to do, to
0: do, The do, to do, The do, to
1: I suppose, but how am I supposed to edit this? Because you didn't wait, ah. Holden. But I'm just going to figure it out. And if it's a harsh edit, you know whose problem it was. And if it was a great edit, it's because I'm amazing. It's a win-win <laughs> okay. situation for me. Either I so, look good or you
0: look bad. <laughs> Toms is a rapid-fire segment where we write the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw being the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Now, uh, Jimmy, let's get to it. We've got quite a lot to go over because we missed some time. So, are you ready for this? Uh, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk okay. about that PS5 controller. You better believe oh, it. We, you know we are. Not right <laughs> we now. Know that's what you came here for. <laughs> Not right now. You can remind you can me that at the end. You can hear my take on it. You can remind me at the end when I forget about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so. First of all, uh, kind of continuation of what we talked about last episode. There's been a lot more movie delays since last time. And we also got a couple um, like date announcements for the previously uh, postponed movies. Um, uh, previously postponed ones that have dates now are Mulan, which is going to be uh, moved to July, assuming that stuff is open by July. <laughs> um, and it's replacing Jungle Cruise's uh, release slot. Which will now be moved to twenty twenty one. So we have to make we have to wait for next summer to watch Jungle Cruise, Jimmy. Ah, uh, wow. That is that is
1: disappointment in a
0: nutshell. What a shame. God. Worst piece of news that came out of this week by far.
1: Um <laughs> I was really thinking twenty twenty was a real jungle cruise kind of year, but yeah, apparently guess massive it's not. pandemic was more the <laughs> was more um, the uh, I don't know what I'm I don't know how to finish that sentence. So I'm instead just it's just everyone re watching
0: Contagion.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I didn't like when it came out. I've never seen it. I, I kinda wanna I watch it. I hated that movie when it came out when I was in like sixth grade or whatever. Oh. The only thing I remember about it, apparently it's a good movie. all I remember is Matt Damon wearing a twins like winter cap in the Minnesota airport, Minneapolis airport. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's all I of remember. Of course that's what stuck in your mind. That's okay. that insight I bring to this podcast, Oldman.
0: Uh, and a couple other movies that have new release dates. Uh, Candyman is moved to September and A Quiet Place is also moved to September. What will I do without seeing Cap- Candyman until September? Jeez. I don't know. Well, see, Jimmy, you were trying to talk us out of maybe not seeing Candyman, but with all these delays, we might have to. <laughs> <laughs> or. So, <laughs> well. We'll see if it's good. We could just go to A Quiet Place 2 again. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh I am. I'm excited for Mulan in a quiet place. I'm glad they're both still coming out this year and Mulan's coming out pretty soon. So that's cool. Assuming, Assuming. we can go. Yeah. Um, but then we have a couple uh, or several other movies that have been delayed. A uh, free guy, which was planned to come out at the beginning of July is now moved to December of this year. Um, was excited for that one. Uh, because I, I always like to bring up how I saw part of it being filmed, so I'll bring well, you it up again. Get to, you'll get to keep that bit going for a while. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, by far the saddest uh, of these is that Morbius has been delayed <laughs> um, until next March. <laughs> I think the saddest is that New Mutants doesn't even have a release date. Yes. Delayed okay, I w- with, I, I, in, I,
1: without a release date.
0: I'm going to talk about that Put in just that a Put that sucker
1: bit. on Disney Plus already. <laughs> we know you're going to do it. Come on, Disney. Um,
0: another very sad one. Top Gun Maverick has been moved to December. Wow. That's a rough Um uh, uh, Minions. <laughs> God, minions, the rise of Gru has been pushed back a whole year to July of 2021. Well, between
1: Jungle Cruise and Minions, rise of Gru.
0: We will not be short of any get quality the hype content machine going. You know what? Get that Indiana hype jo- boat <laughs> going down the Amazon. Indiana Jones 5 was also planned to come out next July, but now it's pushed back a whole other year to 2022. Which first of all, a couple things about that. First of all, Harrison Ford's going to be dead by the time <laughs> this comes out. Second of all, at least we have Minions The Rise of Gru and Jungle Cruise coming out that same month to tide us yeah. over.
1: Yeah, and maybe The Last of Us sometime in there.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Perfect time to film that series, man. I'm
1: talking about the game, you know. That's like Uh-oh. done. That's like done. <laughs> That's
0: true. But people like people well, like you
1: hold who are like, I need a physical disc. You're the reason I don't right. have that we'll, game. We'll get in to May, that. Because I have a digital copy. <laughs> and apparently they're refunding, and we're supposed to get an email about that. I did not get an email from PlayStation about a refund. And I 100 okay. percent bought that game pre-ordered I'll just
0: okay I'll just bring it up now since you're so rudely going on this tangent Jimmy but The Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely from its May release date um and it's like it's making Jimmy upset yeah it's it's making Jimmy upset because it's done but they won't release it only on digital due to like physical it
1: makes sense because I would if I had a physical copy pre-ordered I could understand that like yeah that would stink to have it spoiled but just give it they give it all digitally and be yeah. like too bad physical disc people embrace the future already hold see i'm just
0: i'm happy holden, i get to quit i'm holding happy. on eh? i'm happy i get to get my physical copy and uh not get spoiled ahead of time so i'm all right with it. that's what you deserve <laughs> really um so a few more movies. Uh, in the Heights and S- Scoob and Malignant were all uh, delayed, and I put I grouped those all together because they have indefinite release dates at this point. Um, Malignant was surprising because that's like August. Yeah. So that's like and that's, it's James Wan. Yeah. So it's like del- that's delaying that quite a ways ahead of time. Um, but they're all delayed. Well, they don't want them to I guess com-
1: they don't want all the movies competing with each other. So I think all the that's studios true. are like, how about? You see your release schedule? How about you just slate? How about you just push each movie one back on your slate? So well, like if you okay. look at all the Marvel, I'm I'm segue You're literally. The I
0: was literally about to segue into it, but whatever. You can you can bring it up.
1: So what they're doing with all the Marvel movies and and kind of the Disney movies in general is they're taking the release dates for each one because Marvel, of course, they have them all planned out like down to the day. They're just taking it, and they're pushing them all back one. So, like, yeah. I'm sure you have some of the specific dates, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, Black Widow uh, is taking the Eternals' previous release date uh, in November. The Eternals is taking Shang-Chi uh, in The Leg- uh, Legend of the Seven Rings. That release date was in February, and so the Eternals will now be coming out in You February. know, after
1: Seven Rings, you'd think it'd just go to voicemail.
0: Wow. Good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> glad we waited three weeks for that (laughs) joke Um, Shang-Chi will now be taking Doctor Strange's spot in May and so on and so on Um, so unfortunately if you're really hyped about like if you're really hyped about Thor Love and Thunder yeah Thor Love and Thunder that's like
1: another year but they pushed Captain Marvel
0: 2 up like a week or something (laughs) yeah that's now coming out in July of 2022 so get hyped for that I guess (laughs) great (laughs) Uh, I mean I'm sad about I'm sad about it just because it's longer for me to go without seeing a new Marvel movie, I guess, but you know, there was no way in hell they were gonna put one on Disney Plus. No.
1: So. Yeah, that would be yeah. a good PR move. Let's put the first solo female or not solo, I guess. The second female led Marvel movie on <laughs> Disney Plus.
0: Yep, because we don't think it can do
2: well. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> Oops. Um,
0: yep.
1: uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, this is gonna mean the Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus. You can kiss those babies goodbye for a few months here too.
0: I know, and which is gonna hurt Disney
1: because, Plus. Which is why ups- they should put New Mutants on there in like exactly. a month.
0: The uh, um, it makes me upset because like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and even WandaVision, I think, were like pretty much close close to, if not done, with filming. It's just a lot of, like, post-production stuff left on those shows. But they can't really do a whole lot about that when they're stuck at home, unfortunately. So, I don't know.
1: Why don't you have a supercomputer at home, Holden?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Wait, why are you asking me? I'm not going to do the work. Oh, yeah, you never do the work,
1: Holden. <laughs>
0: yeah, you just know Just kidding. You did the notes this week. Good job. Um, and then, finally, the last delay I have um, is uncharted <laughs> official we had talked about how production was probably going to be delayed last time but it's officially been delayed from march of next year to october of next year um, that was gonna happen connects- anyway come on yeah. uh, and so that also connects to another bit i have where apparently uncharted was shut down on the first day of yeah, filming i heard that
1: too <laughs> that they like recorded like 17 minutes and then they all had to go home or something oh like that.
0: my god <laughs> 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 this movie has the worst luck, and I feel so bad for it. Like at this point, I just, it's like, it's just like a little hurt puppy. I just like feel so sad for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember.
1: I think for like the second straight podcast, I don't remember the director of it currently. Still.
0: I think it's Ruben Fleischer, the Zombieland guy. Oh, yeah. I think it's still him. Last time, last time it was, uh, <laughs> what I believe. Let's just say um, if
1: Tom Holland ages out of that role, you're in trouble.
0: <laughs> Hit up, hey, I'm available, so. Yeah. I could be Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on to, uh, oh, I guess this is still kind of I think Harrison related. Ford should be Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be perfect. They're trying to go for an Indiana Jones type. Why not just get Indiana Jones? <laughs> oh man um so this kind of goes along with what you were uh, pleading disney about with um new mutants but a couple uh blockbuster movies have been announced to be coming straight to digital since last time uh, artemis fowl that movie we were all excited for that disney film we were all pumped for that uh, definitely
1: was not gonna lose just millions of dollars (laughs) at the box office inevitably
0: (laughs) uh it's uh, like a children's book adaptation or i guess young adult maybe um I remember when they were popular, but that was like ten years ago. Yeah,
1: I mean, just look at a wrinkle in time. That thing bombed.
0: Yeah. And that well, that book's from like the sixties. So.
1: <laughs> I know, but still, like people yeah. our age grew up with it and that whatever. That's true. I didn't um, because I'm not weird. I don't read
0: books, obviously, <laughs> which is why I'm super duper smart. Um but yeah, so Artemis Fowl will now be coming out on Disney Plus. And the other one, which I think was just released or announced today or yesterday, is My Spy. Uh, starring Dave Bautista and that little girl. <laughs> that that it's movie now coming- still hasn't come out? Yeah. <laughs> it's now coming out on, straight to Amazon Prime at an undisclosed date. Why was that so. initially delayed? Because wasn't that I supposed to come know. out quite a while ago? It was supposed to come out in August of last year. And then it was supposed to come out in March. And then it was delayed to take... Um, it was delayed a little bit after... Or close to the release to take James Bond's spot. and then James Bond was I, ahead of the curve, man. Yeah, it was it was everyone's just everyone's just following what they they they're it's kind of like the Harvard of, of movies, you know. Everyone just kind of all schools just kind of followed what Harvard did. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh in uh, Segway um uh, regarding Amazon Prime. Uh, There's an exciting announcement that Amazon Prime is teaming up with the recently canceled South by Southwest Film Festival to be putting on a 10-day digital event later on this month or early next month uh, where they'll be showcasing a lot of the films that were originally going to be shown at that festival. And what's great about this, not only are we going to be able to maybe see some great movies uh, before they're uh, released to the public, just like normally, um, but it's also open to everyone. You don't even need a prime account to see this. So literally anyone Do you need to pay for a pass n- or anything? No, from what I understand it's free. From everything I was
1: Sounds seeing. too good to be true.
0: It really does. So I'm they're I'm harvesting for our data. Ball. Just kidding. They're already <laughs> doing that. <laughs> yeah. I uh, but I'm kind of pumped for this. I When is yeah. it going to be? I, I they were saying either late this month or early next month. So mm-hmm. I think they're getting going on this real quick. Let's do it. Yeah. So maybe that might provide us with some content for this yeah. podcast. None of we'll those see.
1: stupid listener requests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Keep them coming. We've gotten Keep a couple them. more. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. We appreciate it. Um,
0: we'll so get around to them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Next bit of news is uh, Hobbs and Shaw Two is being developed, Jimmy. I know you're excited about this one. It should Hobbs be. I Shaw think it should 2. be called Hobbs and Shaw 2 <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> um, so it was confirmed by The Rock in a recent live Q and A that he held. And hold on to your hold on to your hats, Jimmy. It's going to continue the plot of the last one and elaborate Ooh, on the mysterious wait. villain. That was the cliffhanger. Oh yeah, that's of that right. Last film. <laughs>
1: Boy, I don't remember that.
0: I'm pretty hyped for it.
1: I cannot wait to be forced to review that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, if you liked the last one, I'm sure you'll like this one. So, yeah. Which I is realize not we have me. we have not been rating this news. <laughs> <laughs> Holden, been it's, been a, it. it's
1: been a while. We're a little rusty, okay?
0: Okay, so I'm giving all of the delays uh, Bombadils, just, uh, including Minions, the Rise of Gru, <laughs> uh and Morbius. I'm giving the South by Southwest thing a Brokaw. That's pretty great. Um, this is also a Brokaw.
1: Yeah, I agree, Holden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Are you happy? That's what yep. you get when you don't call it a game, Holden. I'm just not as invested
0: um we're putting my
1: dog my dog is asleep right now could you be a little more entertaining
0: speaking of the rock jimmy um (laughs) (laughs) geology isn't it entertaining yeah uh jumanji 4 was is confirmed to be an early development Uh, i think that was uh, to be expected that that was going to happen wait so
1: jumanji 4 so there's going to be more than three or are you calling this the are you one of this those people that Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, is Jumanji 2?
0: That's Jumanji 2. It's uh, literally a sequel, you idiot.
2: Uh,
0: it's a soft yeah, reboot. Fine. Soft
1: reboot. Thank you.
0: Okay. But regardless, the next I Jumanji think we call movie. Them
1: the Numanji films. So Numanji 1, Numanji right. 2. So this is Numanji 3.
0: That, no, we're just going to call this one Numanji. Um, Numanji. <laughs> so Numanji, Numanji, Numanji has been confirmed to be in early development um, the end of the last movie if you guys saw it spoiler alert if you care you probably don't Uh, the end of the last movie had uh animals in the real world again Uh, c- can you imagine animals <laughs> in the real world <laughs> crazy no, it, was, it was like a crazy bunch of plot like, line they're going with it was a bunch of like uh, you know like elephants and stuff running through the city it's like so the stampede kinda- of
1: the first movie Yeah, The OG Um, one.
0: So it was, yeah, it ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger there. Kind of exciting. Uh, The writer says he doesn't have a full concept yet, so it's very, very What is he working on? Star Wars? Am I right? (laughs) Go hire that guy at Lucasfilm with
1: Kathleen Kennedy. Am I right?
0: (laughs) Why didn't they plan these new Manji films out? (laughs) Yeah. Like, everyone's talking about Star Wars. I'm boycotting this film franchise. Yeah, come on. Come on, um, Numanji. So I'm going to give that a brokaw, sure. Yeah, I liked the second one quite a bit. Yeah. More than um, you did. Holden. You did like it more than me. I still appreciated it. I thought it was all right. Um. right. Didn't have enough so, video game elements for me. <laughs> uh. So Mad Max 5, I had reported um previously... I think it was probably last time I did the notes that um, it was to, it was originally planning to be shot later this year. I don't know if that was entirely accurate or not because I'm now reading that uh, they were wanting to shoot it next year. Um, but now that might not even happen just because of all this like pushback that's happening with film production and everything. But regardless, Mad Max Five is happening. Um, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, you might know her from Split, in The Witch, and the unreleased yep. New Mutants film. <laughs> um, <laughs> She has been in talks to play a major character in it. Um, and it actually may be... Have you have you seen Fury Road, Jimmy? Uh-huh. Okay, so it actually may be a Furiosa spinoff. So it may focus on that character because she was so popular um, from that film. So it may actually be kind of a spinoff for that. Um, and so people are kind of wondering if maybe this is going to be like a Furiosa prequel film and Anya Taylor-Joy might play a younger version of her or something. But... Not sure. Yet. <laughs> Regardless, if George Miller is directing it and writing it, I'm pretty hyped for it. I've re- I've revisited some of the last movie, and I didn't like it when it first came out. But I, in retrospect, it's a lot better than I originally
1: thought. I I liked it when it first came out. I didn't like. I mean, I I more than liked. it. I thought it was very solid. I didn't quite get the hype that was around mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to rewatch it too.
2: Yeah,
0: um, maybe we'll review it one of these weeks. five
1: years ago when we were so young and naive,
0: Holden. Yeah, that was one of the first R-rated movies I saw in theaters. I think. Wow. I don't know. Um, okay, so I don't know if you heard about this, Jimmy. Oh wait, Mad Max gets a Broca. We almost skipped that. <laughs> what are you giving it? A Broca home. All right. Um, so Ezra Miller. Did you hear about what came out about Ezra Miller this week? No. So there I didn't this contra- see that news flash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we always joke about Uncharted and The Flash never coming out, but The Flash may have hit another hitch because <laughs> Ezra Miller had a... What a, a- surprise. <laughs> Ezra Miller had a controversial video uh, surface this week of him, like, assaulting a fan. <laughs> it looked like in a Walmart, but I don't think it was a Walmart. It was in some sort of public uh, store, I think. Um, but he, he it kind of looked like he was like joke fighting with her at first, uh, but then he like throws her to the ground and looks like he's like choking her. Yikes! <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure if he's come out and said anything about it, but everyone's like calling for him to get removed from the flash film. So yeah. there's no there's been no official report yet. Um, but that. It's not like, this isn't like a James Gunn situation where this happened like 10 years ago or anything. Even this like is very recent this (laughs) video. Yeah. So, uh, yikes.
1: (laughs) I think he Um, kind of ran into some trouble, if you will. Oh my God. (laughs) It's going to be a quick downfall for him.
0: I'm going to give this a -a Bombadil.
1: Yeah, it's a -a Bombadil.
0: Believe it or not, assaulting people is not cool. Speak for yourself. Jeez. <laughs> I um, agree. <laughs> um, so this was very long ago. And I actually I I had completely forgot I couldn't even find it on like news sites anymore when I was <laughs> looking up stuff because it was so long ago. But um it has been reported that Ahsoka is going to appear in Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano, uh, who you may know from Clone Wars and Rebels and all those hit animated shows that I have not watched. Nope. Um, but in this if live action. <laughs> yeah. And if you've just watched the movies, you have no idea who she is. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's exactly. that one voice of Rise and Skywalker where you're like, yeah, she's is is that talking to Ray. That's Ahsoka
0: Tano. But in live action, uh, she's supposedly going to be portrayed by Rosario Dawson. Um, who is a good actress. I quite like her in uh various things I've seen. Uh, she was in the movie in the film production of Rent. Oh, sure. She's pretty good. In I that. haven't seen it. Um but uh and then it, it's also kind of been reported subsequently that this may be act kind of as like a backdoor pilot for an Ahsoka show, which I think suppo-
1: would be a very smart successful move by Disney. mm mm-hmm. Mhm she's a very well-liked character and she's kind of a from what i understand she's a very gray character too i think that could be very interesting
0: yeah and especially i mean as long as they don't make that episode like unnecessary to the Mandalorians because ahsoka they're introducing ahsoka like if she comes in and helps out with the plot or whatever that's cool and
1: i think a good point i heard is that she knew yoda like very well so when she sees little baby yoda She's going to oh. be like, I know that. That dude's got to be good with the force, I bet, because I'm <laughs> racial profiling.
0: Because <laughs> all small green people are, are good at the force.
1: Kermit the Frog,
0: that guy yeah. could lift some boulders. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is a good idea. A smart move on Disney's part yeah. for uh, Disney+. Plus. I think they shouldn't have spoiled it. I mean, I guess maybe the news would have
1: leaked anyway, but
0: yeah, I I don't think this, I don't think this would have gone unnoticed before release, even if they tried.
1: Not with our scrutinous journalism that we perform here on that one movie podcast with our hot (laughs) scoops.
0: Um, okay. Uh, so I'll give it a brokaw. Yeah. Um. next bit of news. Uh, Edgar Wright has been announced to be directing a new sci-fi movie based on a book that not even out yet. Um, it's called set my heart to five and it's about a robot dentist who is experiencing emotion for the first time after watching eighties and nineties movies. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, and I, d- I don't really know much more about the plot beyond that. Uh, I'm sure we'll learn more once the book is really, I think the book is being released later this year. Um, but it seems like the quirky kind of thing that he'd want to do.
1: Yeah, I hope it's just not more eighties, nineties nostalgia pandering that we've seen yeah. a lot of. We don't. It's need getting that a little anymore. old. Like I understand, the eighties are great.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm sure. I, I'm sure what it's going to be is like he's probably going to watch. uh well, he's def, I mean, there's definitely going to be like clips of movies from back then in the film. But I hope it's just not like overbearing on the style. I guess. Better have Back to the Future. That's all I'm saying. Nah better have blood debts. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: um yeah. So I mean I'm always excited for a new Edgar Wright movie. One of my favorite directors. I'm going to give it a broca. I agree. Broca
1: and yes, what the perfect movie to learn romance and love. Blood debts.
2: <laughs> blood debts.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um Okay, so Ryan Reynolds has been in talks to star in a movie adaptation of the video game Dragon Slayer. Have you heard of this video game? I've heard of it. Mean? Okay, uh, so Dragon Slayer, for those of you who don't know, was an arcade game in the '80s that was um, animated by I think his, Don Bluth. I think his name is. Uh, he was a prominent animator around that time. He did some movies and stuff as well, um, but it it was almost kind of like an early Telltale game, I guess, because hmm. it was mostly like. Quick time events and stuff is like you would you have to press certain buttons at certain times, and like it, it was pretty much like you're playing through an animated movie, huh. And it was very popular. Uh, I've I myself haven't played it, um, but always looked kind of cool, I guess. Um, and it was all it has like this kind of tongue in cheek, like sense of humor, and it's like it's kind of this generic knight rescuing princess plot, but with like this humor added to it. I'm sure the movie will add more stuff to it as oh, well. Wow. Um, so yeah, I think that sounds interesting. It's going to be a Netflix original, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Ryan
1: Reynolds, I'm sure, is going to be playing Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. so it'll be entertaining. It's hard to watch, yeah. it's hard for him to not be entertaining at this point. So, yeah,
0: I agree. I'll give it a broca, I guess.
1: I'll give it a broca too, Holden. Before you go on, just curious, I'm just curious. Quick time events have a very negative connotation, kind of, in gaming. And I just want to get your feelings on them because I feel like they get a bad rap. I mean, maybe I think if they're well implemented and not overused, I think they can actually be like good. Like some of them, like if it's like a big set piece, that's kind of a cinematic thing, like kind of like Spider-Man PS4,
0: Spider-Man. And like I
1: think those worked really well.
0: Yeah, because there it's like how else would you do that? You can't do those actions like <laughs> no,
1: not with
0: not with our limited hardware that we have right now. Um, when well, I no mean just as this. a
1: human, like doing like you're not that good. <laughs> True.
0: Um, so I think QuickTime events are fine. I do think there are games where it doesn't work very well. Like I'm playing. Um, right now this kind of gets into what are you doing i guess but I, I, one of the games i'm playing right now is uh castlevania lords of shadow 2 which it's pretty fun it's like a fun hack and slash game or whatever but it has like some of the most gratuitous and annoying quick time events that hmm. i'm just like these do not need to be here i do not understand the point in them wow. but yeah all right mm-hmm. uh so back to the news um, this broke and I found this, this was really interesting. I don't know if this was like common knowledge before, uh, he came out and talked about it, but apparently in the nineties, Quentin Tarantino was considered for a Luke Cage film with Marvel. I
1: think that was, I think I had heard that before.
0: Okay. Um, and I mean, opinion on that. I mean, I think that would have been a good choice, especially if they were wanting to go for that very tongue in cheek, like black exploitation style that Luke Cage is kind of based off of. I think Tarantino probably could have done that pretty well yeah I don't Um, know anything about Luke Cage so I'll let you just handle this one old okay um but obviously it was like way before the MCU was a thing so it was gonna be like a standalone film but apparently he didn't do it because his film or his his like friends he was when he was looking at who to cast for Luke Cage he like wanted Lawrence Fishburne because like Lawrence Fishburne was like up and coming and big big at the time and he's like Oh, he would be great. He's this great actor. I think he'd be perfect for this He's about to be in the Matrix. Yeah. And all of his friends are like, no, no, get Wesley Snipes. Like, Wesley Snipes is, like, perfect for this. Like, he's ripped. He's hip right now. Like, get Wesley Snipes. And apparently they annoyed him so much with his pestering that he just didn't do the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I bet his friends feel like real fools right now. We didn't get a Tarantino superhero movie. Shake my head.
1: <laughs> uh, friends.
0: I'm going to give it a Bergeron because I'm sad, but also it's kind of a funny story.
1: Yeah. Bergeron. I mean, uh, yeah. we probably got what Jackie Brown instead We got Jackie
0: Brown instead, which really I quite enjoyed. Listen to our yeah. review on it. Yeah. Um, this was, okay. This is kind of just a funny bit of news that I, this, this came out this morning. So apparently there was a town in Louisiana that um, I think Louisiana as a state is Im- enforcing curfew a lot more I now. I think I heard this. Yeah, and apparently this like I think small town in Louisiana, the police for their sirens started using the perch siren. Yeah, yeah the I the heard film. this story. <laughs> and I don't know what that. What I that don't sounds like. what that sounds like. Yeah, but apparently it's iconic enough that it got a lot of people like freaked out because <laughs> you just hear like probably on these like loudspeakers around town just the the purge siren. I wonder um,
1: if they had like the announcement
0: with it like, ladies and gentlemen, the purge. blah, 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 blah.
1: Oh, I don't know. Let me look. Let me see if I can find it on the purge alarm one of
0: the fu- one of the funniest parts about this though is that I think the police the police chief of the town like was asked to comment on it. He's like, yeah, we have no plans on changing this. <laughs> like, I think he he didn't know it was from the Purge, but he doesn't plan on changing the siren. All right, here we go. Despite knowing that.
1: well, that's just Biohazard. Oh, the what is no? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find it here. Thrilling content right now. Yeah. All right, here we go. I think. Well, that's just the emergency broadcast
0: of some tone. I don't know. This is Whatever. Th- you can look it up. Maybe it, maybe it is the fact that there is... Maybe they did have the announcement. I don't know. And if they had the announcement, why did, why did they use that? <laughs> I don't know. Regardless, this is kind All of right, a funny one bit right. I'm trying this one more. Oh, my God. That's got to be it, right? Oh, yeah. That's probably it.
1: <laughs> People got... They just start playing, like, the Halloween theme. <laughs> 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 what would be a great sound effect for... Cops to just have.
0: For, for like a siren? <laughs> yeah. what um, <laughs> would be a good ironic or just funny. I, maybe a I think it'd be really funny to just do like a rap air horn. You know and that was like a meme <laughs> like 10 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Time to go to bed.
1: <laughs> oh, I used to have an air horn app that just annoyed the
0: crap out of Emily.
2: I did
1: too. All right. I got to <laughs> let my dog out of my room here quick.
0: Okay. Um. A short story about that um some of you listeners who are uh, uh close friends of mine might remember this um but during I was one time I was at a jazz concert uh the uh the Nebraska Jazz Orchestra and I was sitting there and I had my I, I t- opened up my rap air horn and I just like played it ironically just like very quietly this I, keep in mind I was much younger so I like obviously I wouldn't do this now yeah. or maybe I would I don't know yeah, what it was it um, like a month ago holding. Come on. Yeah. Well, it, to be fair, I thought it was really quiet. I it was on full blast. At the R wine bar, it, <laughs> come on. It was at full blast when I played it. I thought it was like I thought it was like very, very quiet. It was on full blast. And like I remember a couple of my friends were with me and they just turned to me and started laughing. I don't think anyone else noticed aside from the table I was at, but it's pretty funny. That's good. Um, So I think that's it for... Oh, wait, no. We need to talk about the PS5 controller. That's right. Dual sense controller. Yes. Um. So Jimmy has a hot take on this that I don't think many people agree with. But well, I'll get mine. I
1: think this is undeniable here. It looks like a Stormtrooper's crotch.
0: Okay. I agree with that, but I don't think that takes away from it. I just... Uh, I think it... Me, to me it looks it's very sleek i love the colors i don't know what like you have a problem with the colors i but i think it looks great i have nothing i I have no problem with like it being
1: dual toned two-toned i just think the way it's two-toned is really dumb looking like i don't don't like the white buttons
0: I don't have a problem. And with I think, buttons, I guess, I think it would I'm look. I'm not sure. I think it would look, it would look good buttons. if it was
1: white, and then the buttons were black, and the joysticks were black, and the triggers were black.
0: I don't know. I think it looks pretty good right now. Um, the one of the things I really like about it, though, is it takes a lot of form notes from like the Xbox controller. Yeah. Like it definitely has. It it's still kind of longer, like a Dual Shock is, uh, like lengthwise, I guess. But it has kind of the handles more closer to what you'd see on an Xbox controller, and the uh, triggers are closer to what you'd see on those as well. Um, and so, I think that's good because I still think the Xbox controller is like the best controller.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the great thing about the place that this Dual Sense controller, rechargeable battery, longer battery mm-hmm. life, still has a headphone jack built-in microphones usb c mm-hmm. yeah the triggers are fancy i guess yeah i mean i if it was just all black or all white i think it would look fine i I'm like sure the design have itself. versions like that yeah i just the the dual tone just the where it's dual toned i'm like Ew, that just doesn't look good that makes me
0: wonder too like because of, of like the prominence of the white on it is the console going to be white? It's
1: got to be white, right? You can't just yeah. release a black box at this point. Yeah. Which so probably like
0: the standard version is probably going to be white.
1: I mean, I very much like just the black box looking minimalist sort of thing. I think it just goes nicely with whatever you have.
0: I want this to look like the statue of David.
1: Yeah, it's just <laughs> the statue of David.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you can put the disc in his butt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's got to be big. It's got to be like an actual size statue of David. Yeah. My yeah, dog came that. back.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: he couldn't My get dog. enough.
0: <laughs> um, so I think that's it. Um, bit of a long news segment, but we I actually have, have one more bit. So. Did you have? Okay.
1: Did you hear about the whole uh, um, Steve Carell office split thing? this news that he left oh, that he s- didn't want to leave or yeah that he didn't want to leave but they kind of just forced him out
0: yeah I kind of heard about this which was surprising about it.
1: that's just surprising
0: it seems like a kind of dumb
1: move because it was pretty pretty toilet after he left I mean it was alright
0: <laughs> yeah there were some good moments but like everyone loved him on there I don't know why but when Andy
1: takes over as manager that's pretty cringy
0: yeah it is Okay. Um. That's so, a Bombadil NBC. Du- <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm going to give the dual shock a Broca.
1: Birdrun. I right. mean, I got to see the dual sense, Holden. Oh, yeah. The dual, dual sense. sense in real life before I come to my final decision on it. Sure.
0: Okay. Um. So I guess we'll move on to our movie reviews. I guess we will. <laughs>
1: What's up first here, Uh, Let's do
0: Blood Duts. All right. Okay. So Blood Duts is a user, a listener request. I keep saying user request, but I mean listener more so. A listener request from yeah, your we're cousin. Like, we're like drugs. You're users. <laughs> can't, um, can't get enough. <laughs> uh, it's it's a listener request from Jimmy's cousin. Yes. Um. And, you, Nick. Yeah. And it's a very, very obscure 80s film. <laughs> <laughs> um, I we mentioned it on the last podcast. Um, you can watch it fully on YouTube. Um, I think we're just gonna spoil it. Oh yeah, we don't it, need well, to do. It. No, do we want to spoil the ending?
1: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the ending at the very end. Okay, okay. This okay. is just so you know. Imp-
0: just so you know, the rest the of the is movie is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's- just
1: it literally just look up the ending of this movie is what you should do.
0: It's you don't even need it in context of the film. It's just like it, it ma- makes it as might much even sense. be better on its. <laughs> there was this video I saw uh, on YouTube that was like if every movie ended like blood debts, and it just takes all these movies and like it's like it takes like Star Wars it just does like <laughs> a so sim- I think it's like them blowing up the Death Star and it just ends right after, <laughs> stuff like that. Let's not get too heavy into spoiler
1: here. No, we here.
0: Um, But. Yeah. Um, so, Jimmy, you want to talk about the, the plot of this movie? <laughs> so it starts with a rape, I guess. I guess. A
1: r- rape, dual homicide. Uh,
0: okay, I, I guess. Just I guess. Why to, before are we doing it? before we get? Too into it? It, before we get to, <laughs> yeah. Before we get too into it, I watched this movie the Sunday after we released the last episode, and. In preparation for this episode, I went back and watched certain scenes, like the more entertaining scenes of the movie. And so um, this review won't be quite as in-depth as maybe it would have been right away just because Jimmy and I are not going to remember that.
1: (laughs) I watched it like at least two weeks ago. Yeah. I think you watched
0: it two weeks ago tonight because I remember you texting me. And it was Wednesday.
1: I started kind of in the middle 40 minutes I started just kind of doing other things um while I had just I was busy so I was doing other stuff while I was watching it so that kind of was a blur to me (laughs) now because a little more boring in my opinion but like the (laughs) first the first 20 minutes is like what what is happening why are are these
0: people doing any of this um I actually, I, I was too lazy to verify this, so take this with a grain of salt, but I saw a, a comment on YouTube that said that um, Death Wish 4, like, stole the plot from this movie. Interesting. And this this movie does have a very, like, very, very low budget um, Death Wish feel to it, just in terms of, like, the plot and what it's about, but... I'm kind of interested to look it up and see if Death Wish 4 does in fact like have the same plot as this one.
1: Um, I have to admit this is this has to be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I think so. I cannot like it is so poorly made. Like, in every regard like there's every this segment. i don't know if it's just like the scanning of the film there's this very weird jello
0: effect yes like rolling shutter yes. that um, you can it is borderline unwatchable so in I, parts. I was writing notes right before this episode and i think it has to do with the way it was put into youtube like video stabilization
1: okay maybe and, and i don't YouTube really know. doesn't
0: add automatic
1: video stabilization or
0: okay well I don't I guess I don't know how it works but that's kind of the consensus I was seeing in various uh, comments and whatnot was that's what they thought it was but it is so weird like for a while I thought it was just like the camera work but then it I got don't know. like
1: it's hard to tell like I, it, I don't know I don't know the process of converting film to digital so I don't know uh, how it would be messed up then but I know that rolling shutter is a thing and like that can happen in camera yeah. Depending
0: on certain cameras. Um. So you mentioned the opening scene of this movie, Um. which, yes, does have like a rape scene and double homicide, I guess. Now, what I find absolutely hilarious about this scene, it's not the rape, don't worry. <laughs> but what I find absolutely <laughs> we gotta hilarious... We got to talk about the opening shot, too. The Dr. Pepper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <it's>
1: <laughs> we like came like product up, we... placement,
0: but they probably didn't actually get product placement. no. And it's the very first thing in
1: the movie. Like we thought Sonic was bad with Zillow. <laughs> this is it's literally the film fades in. It's a close-up of Dr. Pepper and it zooms
0: out to a picnic. Like it's an um, ad. <laughs> the uh the opening scene, so it's them like chasing around this woman and then eventually like implying that they rape her and then her like they kill her boyfriend and her. And they why are they doing it? I don't know. That's not explained. (laughs) They're just running. Okay, first of all, they've got these big, big (laughs) rifles and they're just they're Yeah, they're laughing maniacally the whole time. And then one of them shoots and kills one of like the daughter. And then one of the other guys is like, why did you do that? Like you like that was such a such a dumb idea. And I'm like, why did you bring the gun? (laughs) You brought these big guns and you raped her. like what were you gonna do with them (laughs) i like how like the
1: main bad guy too like dies like or the main guy in that scene you kind of think it's gonna be like the hunt to him and he dies like 20 minutes into the movie and he's like not even the last of the henchmen to
2: be picked off
0: the first 20 minutes so the first 20 minutes is based around um like the dad of the daughter it's like yeah getting revenge on these guys and like killing them all and it is as i mentioned before very death wish very taken in a way um but just but bad (laughs) and then Um, it just wraps up very quickly i'm like oh i thought that was gonna be the plot of the movie
1: and then it takes a turn (laughs) and i'm like well this is just not very interesting and very convoluted (laughs) and i have no idea what's happening
0: so in that in that scene where he goes into that guy's office and shoots him, he like pulls up a <laughs> magazine. No, and this won't take long. Yeah. Did you? Okay. The silencer sound effect for that is so bad. <laughs> it's <literally> like boop. <laughs> it literally sounds like a laser gun.
1: I can't remember the line, but there's one line with the guy in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's not the main dad's not in it. It's the other, the, like the the thug
0: black guy the one yeah, black thug. guy or whatever <laughs> in the movie. Uh, i, I was remember. i was really confused who that character was for a long time well like i thought he was like a private investigator i did too well that's the thing there are scenes where like it's not explained
1: who the police is and who the bad guys are and they're in very like similar looking like locations <laughs> so i was like wait i thought this i, I thought he was a private investigator too but i guess he was with the bad guys who weren't bad. the police Why?
0: the police scenes have no pr- like oh they have my no relevance. Gosh. And they first-
1: are the most poorly acted things i've ever <laughs> seen.
0: they have absolutely no like the police do not come into play like in this movie at all. they just talk about whether or not they should like hunt down this main character who's this vigilante, you know. <laughs> and they just mo- every single scene it's just like the cops being like Oh, well, you know, he's doing our job for us. Just let him do it. And then the chief is like, damn it, we can't do that. <laughs> but and it's more like, like that. Well, you think, chief, that, you know, he's just kind of doing
1: our job for us. So it's like, why would you even get in his way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this super hammed up 1950s TV acting. Oh, my
0: God. Um, it's that, a cartoon. I know we're, we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but like this, um, the bathroom scene that you mentioned is maybe the funniest scene to watch like <laughs> from the filmmaking perspective in the movie because it like it, there's like no continuity in between shots there there's like you have him and he like shoves the guy's head down into the urinal which first of all he's trying to drown him in a urinal like what <laughs> that, doesn't, yeah. that doesn't make any sense but he's like he's like shoving his head down in the urinal and then like in the next shot where it's like a closer shot he's like doing it in a different urinal <laughs> and it's like he's on the other side of the guy too. And it's just like throughout that entire scene, he's like they like teleport to like three different urinals in that bathroom.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: it's so funny. And I, I noticed that and I'm like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, it is like I said, it has to be the worst movie I've ever seen. Um
0: not the least not the least entertaining movie. Not though. the least entertaining. No. Um it's bad, like Like the room, yeah. Like it's 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 probably on the same level, and it probably it is
1: worse than the room, though. Like, is it? Yes. Like the room, you at least understand who the characters are.
0: I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, all right, maybe. And there's a somewhat of a plot.
0: Okay. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Um, the. (laughs) <laughs> they use like the same three soundtracks throughout the entire movie. <laughs> and it's just this very generic, like eighties, like not it, it's kind of action music, but just kind of thriller action, thriller music. And, I I had, like, there's one song that's very prominent throughout the movie that keeps coming out at any time where there's any action, and I had it stuck in my head for a couple days just because there's so much repetition of it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they just used it so much. It was pretty funny. Um, The ADR in this is so oh, bad. Oh, yikes. Oh, my God. You, like... Every character is the same volume in every single scene no matter how far away they are from the camera. Every single extra, I guess there's not very many extras, but every single like minor character is just speaking at the same volume. I
1: I had forgotten about that, but like I now that I'm thinking back, wasn't like the whole movie just obviously ADR? Like yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And just so obvious. Like it's very distracting.
0: Yeah. Well, and this movie was it was made I can't... What country was this movie made in? I don't know. I, I want to say it was... The Philippines, maybe? I don't know.
1: Oh, I don't like, know that. I, I just thought it was, like, made in the United States. And no, it.
0: it's like... I mean, it's it was made original, originally English language, but apparently... I think it might have been the Philippines. Um, it, they apparently made a bunch of these what they call Z movies, which is, like, even below B movie kind of thing. Yeah, well, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like it's especially those those ADR lines are especially prominent because I'm assuming that a lot of these actors don't speak English oh. like normally. I'm, yeah. I assume that a lot of them are trying phonetically kind of kind of in a way that like uh, like spaghetti westerns were made, but just bad. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yikes. Um, the yeah. wife blows up. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was so funny. You mentioned, you said when you texted me when you first saw it that that kind of snapped you out of the rut you were in. While yeah, I was watching like, it.
1: oh, this is not really going anywhere until wife blows up. And I, was like, I ah, fully agree. Back up again.
0: I fully agree. That scene is so funny. just <laughs> like, she's like, oh, let me reach back and get my money. <laughs> it's pretty good.
1: I can't believe they had the budget for that.
0: The wife is. Very, the wife is just okay with him being a vigilante
1: when like, she's like,
0: Please stop.
1: He's like, Okay, baby, just one more.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's. I think that's like a conversation once, and then he doesn't like try to hide it, he just keeps doing it, and she's okay with it after that. It's,
1: it's then so she bad. gets kidnapped.
0: Yeah, and um, there's also like this really gratuitous sex scene that's really awful, like the room level bad <laughs> between look, I mean the room has like three of the same sex scene in the movie, but like this one's pretty bad as well. And it's the lead character and his wife. Um, but yeah, that's pretty awful.
1: Thank goodness. They're married though.
0: Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Not be okay. If it was, if they weren't, um, I forgot about this until I was flipping through, but when he kills that guy with, like, the golf ball mine or whatever, the <laughs> explosive on the golf yeah. the golf course. What I, the, that was I love
1: the part where towards the end where he gets the bazooka, which yes. also is just the most, like, keep the machine gun. That would be more effective, especially it, considering you have to, like, reload and you can shoot one at
0: a time. And the rocket launcher or grenade launcher or whatever it is, like, just... It, it looks so fake. <laughs> like it literally just looks like a big tube that they attached a handle on. Yeah, it's and they keep shoot. He keeps shooting it at these groups of people, and it, it just keeps per, it keeps perfectly like, hitting the middle of the group, and they all just kind of jump and die. <laughs> they're like eight feet away from it, and oh
1: you can tell God. that they're like, "Oh, we don't have any insurance for this, and these aren't stuntmen, so just stand eight feet away from it and just <laughs> jump." It's so fake looking.
0: Oh man. I don't know what else to say about this movie. Shall we get to the ending? Yeah. Um I guess you guys if you love so bad its good movies I would recommend this. Um yeah. This you is, can prob- This is like a 0 out of 10. I don't well a 1
1: <laughs> out of 10 for the ending. For the ending, the only redeeming quality it's, of this movie is how entertaining the ending is.
0: I think like from an entertainment level this movie is closer to like a five or a six. Yeah. It has that large chunk in the middle. that's pretty boring, but um, like the beginning and end are just so entertaining. But mm-hmm. f- yeah, from a filmmaking perspective, zero or a one. <laughs> yeah. It is so oh, bad.
1: God. Like oh, I, I was saying, get... I was saying like I made a short film in high school that was, t- I believe was terrible then. And I think it's better than this movie.
0: <laughs> I forgot to mention that apparently, so Richard Harrison, who's the lead actor in this, he was actually like, a fairly prominent actor um, I think in the 60s and 70s based on his IMDB um, but he did several of these like Z movies kind of at the slump of his career um, and he apparently like they he had to like write the script with the direct the director like the night before the, like the, write the screenplay like the night before they started filming. Yikes. So.
1: Hey I've done it before. <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah, let's get to the ending, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, absolutely. The what a gem. So
1: when my te- cousin texted me this initially as a request because iTunes wasn't working or whatever. Classic iTunes. <laughs> Come on, Apple. Let's go figure it out.
0: Yeah, jeez.
1: Um Texted me this request. He said that it has like the greatest ending in cinema history. And I had forgotten that when i went to watch this movie because it had been a while Mm -hmm. and so like i said i had kind of been zoning out wife blows up things get a little bit more interesting as they do um (laughs) i kind of just like it just caught me so off guard and it's so abrupt (laughs) I'm like, oh, he's got the little tiny gun. Nice. And then it just shoots the missile and the guy just blows <laughs> into a million pieces. And it freeze frames. And like. it freeze frames and then it cuts the music and it's got like a full page of text. It's like,
0: it's like the main character. The guy goes to jail for like in. 16 years or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. God! Oh, that was so funny. So it reminded me of Birds of Prey. How you yeah. and McGregor dies in that movie? <laughs> yeah, only better. Only yeah. better.
1: um It's like but, I, that was like almost an homage to this.
0: Yeah, I'm. I bet Kathy y- Yan uh, or yan the director of that film, watched Blood deaths and was like, "Let's do that."
1: I know if I've, I if I'm ever gonna make a
0: cheesy action movie again, that's all. It's <laughs> in. Someone's gonna blow up. <laughs> It is I if any of like if any of you out there, I mean so I know some of you that listen are like my friends, I put it on my Snapchat story, the ending. It's it's just so good.
1: I like how it has like the trail. Like it's like a firework. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like it, slow it motion. It looks like a bottle rocket yeah. or something <laughs> that you just shot at It him. probably was. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh Incredible. My makes up for that middle part of the movie.
1: So if you're not gonna watch this movie and you've listened to this now, just look up the ending yeah. of of blood deaths blood deaths yeah wow yeah. i died and then i went immediately uh, when i would i went to hang out with some of my friends afterwards i immediately showed them and we just died
0: laughing <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's blood debts. that's blood deaths, um huh? yeah we got more out of that conversation than I thought we would. So yeah, I, I'm pretty pleased with it. Yeah,
1: there we go. You know, um, set, you know, set the bar a little and then you can but, only get over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, now we're going to go on to an exact opposite film, <laughs> Portrait of a Lady on Fire.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: So. Portrait of a Lady on Fire came out last year. It's a French language film, um, the second highest rated film on Metacritic of last year, behind Parasite. Snubbed from the Oscars, um, in every every category. Why? Um, For whatever reason. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, if you if you're willing to put Parasite there, like, I mean, the reason why Parasite was there because people knew about it. I don't feel like the general public knows about this movie. I mean, but I had
1: heard about it. I had heard of it before yeah, the Oscars. Well, but
0: I mean, we watch. I mean, we watch movies actively and like keep up with stuff. So that's probably what unlike the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it's a very good movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Uh. It's um. Non spoilers here. Yeah
0: non spoilers we can go over the plot a little bit it's about this um this woman who's a painter um goes out to this i don't know what it is this estate i guess uh, goes out to this estate and is uh supposed to paint a portrait of this lady not on fire um but she's supposed to port uh, paint a portrait of this uh young woman who's uh uh, back then, it was kind of custom to have these portraits painted of you when you're going to be sent off for marriage, um, and so she's about to get married, uh, and so she needs this portrait painted of her. Um, but the challenge is is that the uh, young woman doesn't want her portrait painted because she doesn't want to get married, um, and so this the painter is supposed to try to paint her without being uh, without like her knowing that she's being painted.
1: Yeah, so. that's kind of because so mom's like, look here. We got to get this portrait painted to send to yeah. the sky as is custom. This like husband in Milan sounds great. should be great. Ideal marriage. You're going to love it. Believe me. Mm-hmm. And, but problem is daughter's like, no, I don't want to do that. First painter came, didn't work out. He was so frustrated and he, or she or she was so frustrated that they left. Mm-hmm. So this is try number two. And mom's like, look, we're not going to tell her that you're a painter but you're going to have to like kind of gather bits of information and observe her as like her walking companion mm-hmm. and then paint her secretly.
2: Yeah.
0: That's a portrait. So is that all we want to spoil? Yeah. How, how far do we want to go? Like how, what is considered a spoiler? I think I that's,
1: know. I think that's good synopsis.
0: Okay. Uh, so we'll stick with that. Um, let me pull up my notes. This movie, not to toot my own horn. I feel pretty good about my, analysis and like All right, looking well, at uh, looking at this movie uh well i guess it's just uh, or i guess mostly pointing out things that i liked I, f- I felt pretty good about looking at it uh deeply um i'm trying to figure out what i can talk about without it being a spoiler well i guess we can say cinematography is beautiful man
1: yeah it's it reminded me very much of barry linden the stanley kubrick film that he lit like entirely with candles and stuff I haven't seen the full movie but I've seen I mean it's a very visually iconic movie sure it's got that Robert Eggers kind of vibe too everything every shot like in this movie is like a portrait in of itself or it seems like a a yeah painting it's It's like a Rembrandt come to life
0: well it's helped because like it's filmed on 8k apparently Uh, from what I understand. And so it's able to pick up all these colors and they really didn't do a whole lot with like toning any of the colors down or anything. They really brightened everything up. It's like even the most, the the most subtle of color changes are very apparent in the film.
1: Yeah. I could tell a lot of it was like, it's just very, it has a very, um, there's a ton of character in the look Mm -hmm. of it. And it's like kind of soft
0: on the edges and very pleasant flattering everything like even kind of the like scenes set at night kind of have just less like bright feel to them it's it's very
1: i would just say it's very like
0: soft and smooth that's probably a good way to put it um i really like okay so the performances of both lead actresses are great Uh they're incredible and i really want to get more into that in spoilers like why they're so good um, but a lot I of think, eye acting. Yes. Yes. Um, and I guess I I can mention that now that is, that is like emphasized even more by like for, for some of the beginning of the movie, both of them like have these like bandanas on their mouths. Mm-hmm. And so like, and whenever they go outside and so like, instead of being able to express anything with mouth movements, they all have to do it with eyes, but you can tell everything that they're thinking just by looking at them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: pretty incredible the the very first scene where they go outside is so good yeah, that's like yeah because like effective like because what's effective about it is you're essentially you don't know anything about this like uh the woman who's supposed to be painted you don't her name's heloise i guess heloise is the young woman and marianne is the uh the painter um but you don't know anything about Heloise, like how she looks or anything, until the main character does. Um, yeah, because you you're definitely like, you,
1: discover things about her. Yeah, because you, through you, the you eyes of Marion,
0: you follow, like, because like the shot like follows behind her as she's like walking outside, and it isn't until they reach the cliffside that she like turns around and you actually get to see what she looks like for the first time. Um. Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: I was gonna say, so. oh, the the writing. I mean, the dialogue in this movie is superb. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like sure. it's poetic, but it's not pretentious.
2: Yeah,
0: it it balances that
1: line very well.
0: It's one of those like, I know people kind of have. I I think Parasite's numbing this a little bit. People have an aversion to like these kind of more. Uh, slow foreign films because they're just kind of like, well, first of all, I don't understand the language, and second of all, it's like too slow for me. But if you like, f- like, like dramas, I guess you can edit that part out.
1: I'm not that- doing anything, Olin. Fine,
0: fine. If dramas. you like, dr- if you like period dramas, um, this I think you'll like this movie. I'm gonna I say it was a little slow for me, but like it wasn't towards the middle. I think. In a weird comparison to Blood Deaths, I think the middle is the slowest part of the movie.
1: I'm not, I would be lying if I said I like wasn't kind of dozing off a little bit and had to like rewind. Cause I mean, like, you can't, like, when they sure. say something, it's a subtitle. So it's like, I did, like, you know, the arrow keys on, this is on Hulu, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. It's it on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. So if you have a Hulu That's subscription, you're we able to watch it. This is how you can watch it.
0: That's why we didn't mention this last week or last episode because we didn't know it was going to be on Hulu until a little bit before it was also, released.
1: Also, Parasite is on Hulu, too. So check that yeah. out if you haven't and then listen to our review on it.
0: Um, I love the effectiveness of no music in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's all from I don't remember what the there's some term for it, but it's all environmental music like it doesn't exist unless it exists in the environment of yeah. the movie.
0: And I didn't notice it until when Marianne plays. uh, One of the big pieces that's like thematically important to the movie is Concerto Number Two by Vivaldi. Um, Wow, pulling that out of the. I looked it up. (laughs) I didn't know that off the top of my head, Um, but she like plays it like like kind of a a part of it on the piano at one point. Harpsichord, hold on, come on, harpsichord, whatever, Um, potato, potato, Jimmy
1: um they're just two completely different things
0: (laughs) uh but it wasn't until that scene that i noticed i'm like wait this movie has had no music and i think if like if they had tried to put any soundtrack in this movie aside from what they did i think it would have made it seem a lot more sappy i don't think there would have been a really good way of making an effective soundtrack for this movie making it making it more effective than what they did i guess what
1: they did was very effective Mm -hmm. it seemed there's one scene in particular where it's like, oh, there feels like they're doing this just for some music. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, it came off a little bit like that. Um, I don't think it's like a flawless movie. I think it's very, very, very good. There are some points of tension that I thought they could have drawn out a little bit longer and and had a little bit more intrigue built there that they kind of resolved faster than I thought they would.
0: Yeah, I have at least one um, example
1: of that, I guess. And then it was—I don't like using the word "slow." I like—I think it's methodical in the way it's told.
0: I okay for so the my, most
1: part, but I think there are points where you didn't have to be that slow. Find it kind of felt like it was being slow just for the sake of—I
2: just felt coming like the, off
1: as a artistic movie.
0: I felt like the pacing was a little inconsistent um, because like I watched this with one, uh, with one of my friends um, and over zoom, just keep that in mind. I was, I wasn't breaking quarantine. um, And we both acknowledged like a third of the way into the movie. Like this is like blown by the first third of this movie for me. I'm like super quick. I didn't, didn't notice much time had gone by, but I felt like the middle third, just kind of drug on a little too long. That's probably my gr- biggest gripe of the movie. I still, I think personally that it picks up a little bit more towards the end, but I just feel like the pacing could have been a little bit more consistent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Should we
0: give our ratings I, and then go into spoilers? Huh? Yeah, I think we should. This movie's definitely, I mean, I know a lot of you listening aren't going to be interested in this movie, but if yeah, you if like you don't good like, movies. If you
1: don't like slow period dramas, or if that doesn't sound enticing to you, you're probably, you're
0: not going to like this. But if you just like good movie, like, I'd say great movies, you should watch this. Yeah. You have a score in mind, Holden? I think I'm going to give it... Mm, nine or a 9.5
1: yeah i i was thinking that too i think i'm gonna settle at nine
0: okay i will too um yeah i just think it's fantastic i can see why everyone loves it i've seen it i agree yeah uh we'll get more into that in spoilers right now spoiler time So, I rudely kind of gave it away in the in the non spoilers. But also, the trailers the trailers kind of give it away though. Like, if you've seen the trailer for this movie, or if you look it up before, like you kind of know where, what direction it's gonna go. Um, but it is uh, ultimately a, a, a romance movie, a romantic drama, yeah. uh, period drama, um, and that. It was so hard for me to not talk about it because I think their chemistry is so good. Their I agree. I one would, of
1: the... At first, when I was watching it, sorry to interrupt, I felt like sure. things were going a little too quickly, mm-hmm. but the more the film went on, it f- felt like it fit better. Yeah. And it, I bought into it. I didn't necessarily buy that chemistry right away, but the more it went on, I was like, you know, that actually
0: makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of the reason why it, like, started out so fast is because, like, Heloise was, like, so excited to have this, like, person uh-huh. to, like, be able to talk to and go outside with and everything. And so she was just, like, very eager to get into things and everything. I think that's part of the reason. And then once, like, the chemistry started blossoming a little bit, then it kind of slowed down a bit.
1: Um, a lot of kissing. But, a lot of slobbery saliva. Yeah. <laughs> um, clinging, <laughs> kissing, uh, French <laughs> kissing, yeah. if you will. Oh,
0: <laughs> classic Jimmy. Um, I think there's a lot of very effective sexual tension in this movie. It's very, it's it's very, very heightened in certain scenes. The scene I mentioned earlier with uh, Marianne playing the piano mm-hmm. is very, very good for that. For that, like, uh, just overall tension, and that's that's probably where my favorite in eye acting happens because Heloise is, like, very... Like, she's doing a lot of the things that someone who is enamored with someone would do. but Like, someone who likes someone would do, but you just don't really see in movies, I guess. It felt very real. Like, it, it she was just doing a lot of, like, the averting eye gaze and then kind of, like, looking at her when she wasn't looking, but mm-hmm. kind of not doing that. And, like, it was just... So good. I felt like all of that was very effective for this film. I
1: thought they could have drawn out the whole she didn't know she was a painter thing longer than like 30 minutes or whatever it ended that up That was being.
0: interesting.
1: It resolved I, I a think lot so faster than I thought it was going to.
0: I think so too because maybe that's part of the reason why the middle part felt so long. I mean, like, I guess
1: you're supposed to feel the tension of the mom coming back and like the impending of this is going to be yeah. over But, like, I didn't feel that. Like, you're caught in the moment with them. And I also think the whole, like, like, house maiden side quest is really, it felt like a tangent to me. That wasn't a core element. Like, thematically, it fit with, like, kind of an idea of, like, a women liberation kind of idea or, like women empowerment
0: why well, i also just thought it was like this way of like showing women of different classes like interacting with each other and like that's true how, how i just like didn't i didn't
1: find it necessary i th- i thought it kind of lost some momentum i i me. agree
0: it did feel like a side quest now that you mention it i don't think it's really like i didn't factor that into my score just cuz i don't think it really takes away from the movie too much but maybe that's part of the reason why the pacing was slow in the second in the second third of it.
1: Yeah, it just was like, oh, we're going into this territory. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, like the I didn't, like the abortion it, thing. I was like, I don't I don't think this movie really needed that. <laughs> but it like, didn't
0: really feel like pandering to me though. No, it, like, I don't it, think if
1: it, it didn't feel pandering, it just felt yeah. like, oh, I, this was already like deep enough. I don't think it needed this extra layer on it. Mm. I don't think um, it was completely unjustified, but yeah. I was like I just didn't need that when I was watching it and it kind of took me out of what I was this relationship that I was witnessing. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um so I interpreted the title or I guess the I guess the symbolism of the fire. And this may seem simple, but it's kind of justified in the movie, I guess, is like it represents their romance, really their, their flame really starting mm-hmm. when that fire happens, because they even mention later on in the film, like, what was the point in the time where you first knew you loved me or whatever, or you wanted to be with me or whatever they say? Um, and one of them says that it was at that point. Like at the at the the, the bonfire or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, when they were and that's what she at each guesses. Other. Yeah, but I think I, I think it's implied that that's maybe where she felt it. I don't know. I don't. Regardless, that's what I interpreted the. the no, I comedians. interpret her
1: her kind of coming to grips with that when she goes to the other art, our, uh, other painter's portrait and she goes up to it with like the candle, and it catches flame
0: right over the character's heart. Oh yeah. Um there's a lot of fire on a lot of painted women in this movie. So like they also he, she also burns a painting <laughs> early yeah. early on. So yeah,
1: almost like she's trying to get rid of that feeling and and oh. get over it and be like I need to tell her that I'm a painter and then I'm going to just leave. But mm-hmm. she couldn't she couldn't she did that I but she couldn't live with that and she ended up wiping away the face and Buying them another week together.
0: Yeah. Without adult supervision. <laughs> um, I really liked the ending to this movie.
1: I did I thought- too. It
0: felt... It
1: was very well acted. Yeah. It felt a little pretentious.
0: I don't know. I guess maybe... I It is... I don't know. I didn't, I guess I didn't really find it pretentious. I liked it. I thought it was really effective. I agree. Because you really
1: really feel yourself wanting to say, look at, look, turn and look. But I think it would have been more effective if she hadn't said, she didn't see me. Like she didn't notice me or she didn't see me like before that happened. Because then it would have been more heart wrenching that she doesn't
0: look. I didn't really see it as like pretentious just because like usually when, I think of pretentious. I think of something thinking it's smarter than it actually is, or something. And mm-hmm. I thought that was the intent, and it was conveyed quite well. So I thought it was fitting.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that she like had a kid, but yet she's st- and then the page was number twenty-eight. That was a nice touch.
0: Yes, I liked that.
1: That gave me the <laughs> feels. I felt that. I was uh. like, cool Overall, I thought the ending was very, very solid. Mm. I also do um, like the the portrait of the lady on fire as a painting. That was very yes. cool.
0: And it showed it at the beginning of the movie or whatever. I wish we
1: would have gotten another look at it.
0: Yeah, it was very good. I wonder if I can get that as like a, a desktop wallpaper or something.
1: Now that's <laughs> pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you give uh, this like, yes, a letterboxd account, Holden?
0: <laughs> I think I gave it a nine or the equivalent. So four and a half stars. Wow. What I gave it.
1: Of course you did.
0: Hey, I'm just being I'm being consistent with my letterbox ratings, okay?
1: I'm just saying you put it in letterbox.
0: <laughs> um anything else about this movie? What did you think about
1: the uh campfire bonfire thing? I felt like it was a little out of left field at first when they all started like singing. It was, like, the drone. It was, like, oh. I was, was like, are we going, like, Robert Eggers, the witch, on this thing? Or what's going on here?
0: I was reading, like, the director's intent, like, with that scene. And it didn't really make a lot of sense. She, like, I mean, she, like, wanted to convey the feeling of, like, witchcraft. Which I didn't really understand why.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: It was, I mean... It Maybe definitely it takes- felt
1: like a plot device to have background music to me and yeah, kind of have music that encapsulates this emotion. Yeah. But I'm sure there's more to it than that.
0: Yeah. Someone smarter than us will make a like four hour long video essay on the movie, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Patrick Willems or something. Yeah. There you go. Um, we're, you know us. We're just superficial. <laughs> <laughs> Should we wrap it up, Holden? Get on to what are you doing? Get this thing out of here.
2: Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right, Holden. What are you doing? What are you doing?
2: What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing? What am I doing, Jimmy? Well, a lot has happened since last week. we spoke on this podcast and in just in general because I haven't spoken to you since the pod- last podcast. Um, Played through a few games. Uh, first of all, and most important, you knew this was coming. Doom Eternal. Uh-huh. I got it. I played it. I beat it. So good. You platinum that boy? No. Is that possible? I didn't, pla- I, I didn't platinum. Well, like... The first one too has like multiplayer trophies, so I ain't gonna do that. Come on, no, you know you want <laughs> do you, that. Plat- do you do platinum? Do you do multiplayer trophies? No. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> Dude, those naughty dog plat platinums, I'm never getting those.
0: Yeah, um, but it's it's incredibly solid. It took me a long time, a long while into the game to decide whether which one I was liking more. And I think I might like this one more. It's more difficult, but it's just... That's what I've heard. A, yeah, but it's a lot more like... It's a lot more intense, a lot more badass feeling. A lot of people use that word when describing this. Or they use the word term metal, I guess. Um, but it... It also is just like there's a lot more options for combat and movement through environments and stuff. So it's just like overall a more entertaining and diverse experience. And there's also like double the amount of enemy types as the last one. So there's just a lot going on. Very, very good game. I still think everyone should play the first one first because it is easier and it's also just very, very good. And I still like it, even though I think this one's better. Um, It's... Yeah, it's just so good, and it also comes with the original Doom and Doom Two that you can unlock in the game. So it's like, if you ever, ha- if y'all ever have any desire to play those, you can just get them free within the game. Pretty cool. Did uh, you play cool those? I've been playing them intermittently, uh, whenever I feel like it. <laughs> I guess. Um, I bought the Control DLC. I'm playing that right now. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> Dang it, Jimmy. Uh it's I mean it's more control. Uh there's new powers, there's new enemies, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm I'm in I'm excited more for the second expansion where they're gonna connect it with Alan Wake, because I think that'll be interesting. Um so yeah, I did that. I beat a Plague Tale Innocence, which I mentioned I had started last time we played or last time we recorded. Very good game, Jimmy. I think you'd like that one. Okay, maybe I'll have to check it out sometime. Um, Although, this game, I just finished last night, and I think you would love it purely from a plot perspective because it's so heavy in this game. I played Spec Ops The Line. Have you heard of this? Spec Ops The Line. Uh, Maybe. It was released last generation, so it was like a 360. I I
1: think I know this one. Okay. That I've heard. I know there's a game that sounds like that that has a very good plot.
2: Yeah,
0: it's so on the surface it looks like your standard like third person military shooter kind of thing, because I mean you do play as like military um and whatnot, but it uh, without getting in any spoilers because I think most people should play this and experience the plot themselves, it very much focuses on the ambiguity and horrors of war.
1: Yeah, I think I've heard of this game.
0: And like you'll have like Call of Duty touch on that stuff, but not very effectively. Like this stuff gets disturbing. It's very, very effective. And I beat it last night and I was just like, that was a good game. How long was it? Probably eight hours. Okay. But that's also with me dying a lot, because towards the end it gets a little bit more difficult.
1: So if you're that's better why you at just games, crank than that y- bad boy on
0: easy. <laughs> If you play through on easy, I think the majority of this game will be a cakewalk. Because the first half of this game, I don't think I died once on normal. Wow. You um, are a legend. Yeah, right. Um, But it's very good. You can get it on Steam or whatever. I played it on my computer. Uh, that's what I did. Um, I'll probably do that. How much fan- did you pay for that sucker? I actually got it free several, like a year ago. It was on, you know, the Humble Bundle website. Mm-hmm. They occasionally give away free games and they just gave it away free for like a day. Hmm. So got it then. But I think it's typically like ten dollars max price. So that would be my guess. Ten (laughs) dollars. Uh my family got a brand new computer. Yeah, you told me about this. Um and so that's very cool. That's why I've been playing a lot more games on the computer as of lately, just so I can like a lot of games that I have on Steam that I couldn't run before. Uh, I've been trying those out um, and we're going to be buying a VR set once they come back in stock. Jesus Christ, Oculus Rifts have been out of stock for a while now. I've just been waiting and I constantly just keep looking throughout the day to see when they get back in stock. Like everywhere? You can't yeah. get them anywhere? Yeah, unless you want them used wow yeah i'm like and i mean i don't know like maybe it's because of coronavirus and now that china's like for better or worse opening its borders again maybe that production will start up more i don't know um but i'm assuming they're made in china by the way i don't know that (laughs) i just assume all these tech companies do that (laughs) that was my assumption um yeah, so hopefully I'll get that soon and be able to play Half-Life Alex and there's several other games I want I want to get going on Beat Saber and all that stuff. Yeah. Um and then just quick run through movies I've seen. I I don't remember if I talked about it last week. I saw the new Muppets reboot that came out several years ago. Very good movie actually. I quite like it. If you like the Muppets characters, I think it's like a It's a jolly good time, man. It's a musical. It's got good music, too. It's not even just, like, ham-fisted in the movie. It's got some good music. I think it had an Oscar-winning song in it, too. Um, wow. So it's already better than
1: Frozen, too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would watch that if you want. Um, I watched The Evil Dead, the original. It's not as good as Evil Dead 2. Honestly, you can just watch Evil Dead 2 because Evil Dead 2 is, like, it's a sequel, but it's really just the same movie. Is this the like Sam Raimi yeah, yeah. I think if you watch the first one after having seen the second one, it's not nearly as good. But if you want to watch them in order, that's fine. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Maybe oh I sure, just watch that. That's another movie where uh, chemistry, lead chemistry, and it is what drives it so good. And also another movie with Robert De Niro, which apparently in the last year I've just been on a kick of watching Robert De Niro <laughs> movies. Turns
1: out he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. Also, is Jennifer Lawrence just not acting anymore?
0: I don't know did she retire I don't think so I think she might be in something that's coming out I think I looked this up because I was confused about that too
1: maybe she's just stepping away for a while pulling a little leo she's the uh she's the she certainly has the money to just call it yeah
0: is she the youngest actress to win an Oscar one best actress
1: did she win it for that yeah I don't know or maybe it was best supporting I don't know i haven't won an oscar as a female
2: yet so
0: so she i think she was around our age in that movie actually wow
2: and here we
1: are just with a,
0: <laughs> with a very very humbly successful podcast yeah um and then last movie i i watched i also watched freaky friday on disney plus Oof, what a <laughs> classic had never seen it before
1: Lindsay um, lohan
0: jamie yep. lee curtis It's actually not as as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was figuring it was going to be kind of like Disney Channel. I know it wasn't Disney Channel, but I I figured I was going to get that kind of vibe. It's it's a good movie. It's all right. I liked it. Probably six out of ten.
1: Yeah. That's Um, the fortune cookie. I've seen that, that movie quite a few times. That honestly. was
0: a, that was a little racially questionable, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it was like 2003. I think or whatever. they
0: literally say like, oh, she used her Asian magic on me or something. <laughs> Whoops. So, oof. um, yeah, I think that's it though. A uh, bit of a long, long one. What about you, Jimmy?
1: Well, um, better call Saul. Really good. Turns out. Um, wow. It just, they should just call it, Better, better keeps getting better. (laughs)
0: Nice.
1: Better watch them all. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like the, I don't think I've ever felt more compelled to watch the next episode of a show as consistently as better call Saul. Like the, the hour, like the 45 minutes, it builds to another climax where they're not necessarily cliffhangers all the time, but it just you feel so compelled to continue that it's hard to kind of savor the show and watch it one at a time. But just it's Breaking Bad with all the most interesting characters, honestly. Aside from <laughs> Walt, um, so it's just fantastic. Like there's maybe like one character that's not as interesting. But it's still really solid, like that storyline. But nice. like between your like Mike and Saul, who are like the two main characters, they're just like they are so entertaining and interesting and likable that it's and and like morally ambiguous that you like it's just much watch television. So mm-hmm. that's I'm on season four now. I plan on season five is just wrapping up in the next couple weeks, I think in terms of like airing. So I think I'll purchase that and I'll probably catch up to right about when it's ending. Then I'll have to wait for season six. I want to kind of watch breaking bad now, but I'm like, I don't, I don't remember the fates of certain characters. So it's like, I don't (laughs) want to spoil that for me for season six at the same time. So maybe I'll like rewatch the show before season six comes out, or maybe I'll finally watch Stranger Things or whatever.
0: That'd be pretty good.
1: Maybe I'll. I'm watch I'm not that watching next
0: Better Call Saul before the sixth season comes out on Netflix, so it'll be a while.
1: Ooh, you should watch it before it airs. Holden, no. we could do week by week episode reviews. Uh, yeah,
0: that's tempting, but I don't know. We'll see. It's so
1: good. Um, then I guess uh, video game wise. We talked about Shadow of the Colossus last time. I yes. t- technically I have the last level and I just haven't played it. <laughs> just beat it. I know. I just I was like going to go do it, but then I like went to the wrong area of the map and had to like <laughs> go or something. And I was like, well, I don't want to have to traverse all the way back here again. Whatever. <laughs> um so still haven't beaten that, I guess. Yeah. That it's alright. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey, man. I've put more hours than I'd like to admit into that sucker.
0: How about you play a good
1: game, Jimmy? It's a solid game, Holden. I'm very pleasantly surprised with the quality of the side content and the story of that game. I was just kind of being like a history nut and going to teach about Ancient Greece next year. One, I'm thrilled that they have an educational mode on it. And I'm finding a way to get that into my classroom. That's going to happen. And that'll be so cool. But um, I'm just like, I thought it was, I was just going to play it to kind of explore the world. And like the story was actually pretty decent too. So far, like halfway through it. There's just, it's just so, it's just works. It's fun it's not like a masterpiece but it's just a solid fun game that I think gets a lot of undue backlash because it's like not Assassin's Creed which I I mean it seems true like it seems very ham-fisted Assassin's Creed lore in it at times uh, but it's very fun and I think to cool. just scoff at it is
0: I have other games that I have other better games I want to play So (laughs) wow. Just kidding. All I'm I'm saying is 2018
1: was stacked, man. Absolutely stacked. Because you had you had God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead 2, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Plus like what Celeste and all the the indie game like that and Yeah, the indie games whatever you know whatever those that was pretty good i guess <laughs>
0: that's a xander sutter question he plays all those games yeah i'm not that's not a bad thing <laughs> just i just don't do it typically
1: thinking about maybe getting astrobot rescue mission soon i've just heard really good things i'm not oh, usually yeah. a big platformer person but i've heard it's just so good that you just and i played the demo and i was like wow i'm not even a big platformer thing but this is just very just fun and That's the one,
0: like PSVR game that, the exclusive that sounds good. So I have to play it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so then I Mister, don't. Then I, so then Mister, I don't feel I'm that. I'm gonna get
1: a Rift, and yeah. it's gonna be brand new. Yeah. Well, I'm not none gonna, of my I'm, refurbished PSVR garbage. Huh?
0: I'm not gonna buy a scalper's $900 Rift.
1: $900. <laughs> How much they're is it going? going
0: for? Like 800 now.
1: Because they're not in stock. Yeah. How much is a rift?
0: 400?
1: 500? 400. 400.
0: A rift S or just a
1: rift? Rift S. Did you just rift S in here? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've made that joke already on the podcast. Oh uh, that
0: was long enough ago. No one remembers. Yeah.
1: Well, it was really funny, though. So maybe they do. <laughs> all right, uh. all of them yeah is that it for you then jimmy i think that's it i don't really remember watching anything else so
0: had a, had a not very exciting last few weeks jimmy
1: me yeah it's just been a lot of assassin's Creed odyssey <laughs> i'm just kidding i've been playing like a lot of piano and stuff too and going on walks and i need to and be
0: doing that stuff more you know, exercising,
1: Holden. You should try it sometime. I
0: was taking walks. I just haven't for like the last week, I guess. <laughs> so
1: there you go. Yeah. All right, Holden. Um, I think we that's enough content from the three weeks here. So we'll see you twenty twenty one.
0: We got a couple new requests um, this week. Uh, iTunes reviews. We got one requesting uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Hmm. You ever seen that, Jimmy? Nope. Uh, that's a uh, Studio Ghibli movie, so it's an oh. anime.
1: I've heard those are good.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> as opposed to other anime, uh, it's very it's their movies have like a very different feel I think from like most anime that you think of. Um, but they that's probably one of their better ones. From I what know, I, I understand, they're like
1: Pixar of anime.
0: Yeah, that's probably accurate. It's, it's a very weird movie. I've seen it before. It's very weird. I'm curious to see what you think of it. I mean, obviously, we're not going to do that for a couple weeks still, but I'll, I'll be curious to see what you think of that movie. And the other one we have is The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. Ooh, that sounds entertaining. <laughs> it's an 80s movie, a very, I think, a very campy 80s movie starring the guy who played RoboCop. I can't remember that actor's name. Peter Weller something like that um but apparently it's very campy and jeff gold blooms in it as well so that'll be a treat there we go um life finds a way and we have another request that i haven't been able to find yet um i think it's in the e- in the gmail which is why i was asking oh
1: i did emails. i don't think i got it because i mean i get the emails for the
0: you should check well i see i don't know because Okay, so basically, what happened is we got a new patron on Patreon. Thank you, to oh yeah, Schultz no, for yeah,
1: S- Stargate, Stargate. Oh yeah. wow, is that that one Star Wars
0: ripoff? No, uh, what Stargate. It, so, st- do you did you ever hear about like there's Stargate series on like so, the Sci-Fi Channel, like Stargate SG One, Stargate Atlantis, like in the early two thousands? That stuff. No, okay, they were like really popular, but it was all based off of this one like very. I think it's supposed to be mediocre, but like cheesy, uh, sci-fi movie from the '90s starring Kurt Russell, and apparently it's like, like the shows are really well beloved in the like the science fiction community, but I don't think the movie is supposed to be that good. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That that's a sell. Album. Yeah, um, but that's kind of exciting. That's one that I'm not sure I would have watched. I I've wanted to watch, but I'm not sure I would have if it wasn't requested. So, um. Yeah, cool. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Teague, for uh, Patreon donations. Yes, thank you very much. Um, we appreciate it. And for the rest of you, you can all keep uh, sending in reviews on iTunes with your uh, recommendations, and or you can do the Patreon route as well. That would be very much appreciated. Um, I think. I haven't proposed this to Jimmy yet. All right. I think I might have mentioned this last week, but I think we should start. I think we should review two movies a week. I requested one that we just want to watch. Yeah,
1: I think that might work. So
0: I think we'll do that. We kind of started that this week. Um, Yeah. Well, so next week we got Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, yeah. Get ready for that one. Can't wait for that. <laughs>
1: All right, olden. We should wrap this up. This might be our longest one ever. So, yeah. Well,
0: I mean, makes sense. <laughs> it's been our longest
1: gap, I think. It's been a. Uh, it's been quite the gap. Yeah. All right, um, olden. So
0: yeah, social media's do that stuff. Send us home. Bye, guys. I guess. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Meow. God.